Miami Beach is calling your name to the biggest ETF industry event of the year, Exchange. Exchange is engineered to deliver high value by providing a space to learn, interact, and network with the most influential thought leaders in the industry, built with financial advisors, not just for them. Go to exchangeetf.com to register and enter EOTW for 50% off your registration. Again, that's exchangeetf.com and apply the discount code EOTW. See you in April. It's time to talk about investing with exchange-traded funds. Welcome to the ETF of the Week, where we get the latest take from ETFtrends.com Chief Executive Officer Tom Lydon. Tom, great to be with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the Week is... The IQ Healthy Hearts ETF, ticker symbol H-A-R-T. Heart, H-A-R-T. The IQ Healthy Hearts ETF. And Tom, we're doing something here that we haven't done very often, which is we are revisiting a fund that has been ETF of the week in the past. This fund was ETF of the week a little bit more than a year ago, right around Valentine's Day. Of course, Valentine's Day known for tugging at our heartstrings. But in this case, the fund a year ago was brand new. Now it's a year old and it's an interesting fund because it has more than one purpose. So why is this fund back as ETF of the week? You're right, Chuck. It has two purposes. And as we just all experience Valentine's Day, it was a great way to revisit this ETF. Chuck, over the last year, the amount of money that's gone into ESG-related ETFs is just exploded. And when you look at all the different areas of ESG and all the different products that have been aligned with that marketplace, you can't help but think that investors and their advisors are finding different ways to integrate ESG into people's portfolios. Ultimately, with all these different choices, you can personalize it a bit. And as we just finished Valentine's Day and we think about heart disease being the number one killer in the U.S. with over 16 million people dying every year, and 127 Americans living with heart disease, it really is something that we can take a minute to recognize. This ETF does, as we say, have a dual impact. It not only focuses on heart disease and the companies that are making it their mandate to go out and fight it, but in doing so and building up assets, what it also does is donate a portion of those profits back into the American Heart Association. So here's a situation where, Chuck, and we've talked about this, there's not a family in the U.S. who has not been negatively affected by heart disease. And if you think about the great advancements that we have in heart disease today, we don't have to suffer the way past generations have suffered. We can, through investing, actually learn more about not only the the advancements that are being made, but also keep up to speed with advancements that are being made. And if you feel that this initiative warrants a small portion or allocation in your portfolio, not only can you participate with the advancements, but you also know in your heart, you're giving 
profits from this back to the American Heart Association as well. Okay, well, Tom, I'm going to ask my questions from the heart and talk about this from the heart because I'm your target audience. I am approaching age 60. I had a heart attack at age 48. So I'm on the spectrum. I'm one of those 127 million Americans over the age of 20 who live with heart disease. And I am hoping dramatically that whatever kills me is something else. You know, like, let's find something else to kill me just to be novel here. So obviously the research is important and the cause is near and dear to me. At the same time, you want to stress my heart you give me a fund that invests thematically in an industry and that's going to give it wilder swings and whatever. And then there's the side that says, how does it balance off with somebody like me who makes my investments on one hand and makes my donations separately? Like I love the cause, but how does this fit into somebody's portfolio, not only from the investment side, but also from the charity side? Let's just take a pivot here. You've got a couple daughters that you really care about. They have to be aware that you've had heart disease in your family. Absolutely. You also, being an expert on investing, and you've taught them a lot of great things over the years. You and I have talked about this. What about if you help them put a little bit of money in a Roth IRA in this ETF? Would they think more about heart disease, how they might be able to know more about it, might be able to think about being more healthy. Again, they're both very healthy. I know they're athletic and that type of thing. However, the years catch up on us. I mean, I remember three decades ago, Chuck, when we first met, we were bouncing around cities and conferences and stuff like that. We don't move as quick as we used to. Nope. So these are things where you can't help time. It just goes by quickly. But in, in an instance where not just talking about an investment opportunity, but actually really living it with your real dollars, might that make a, an impact? And that's just for the kids. When you think about your portfolio and you know you're not going to spend in your lifetime everything that you have, would it make sense to allocate a certain amount in this area where, hey, it's not going to only advance your portfolio, but you're feeling good about it at the same time? Everybody's different. But it is a different way to think about allocating in your portfolio. Well, and one of the things I could actually see here is that if you take that case of my, my girls and you point out, I love them very much, that may depend on the day of the week it is. And that may also work both ways. But one of the things that I can see is that if you talk about, hey, I want to pass my values on to my kids and I want to do that with my investments and things that they might inherit as well, I can see that it would be a lot harder for them to say, Ooh, I want to get away from a fund that is this, as opposed to, Oh, wait, he's got some muni bond fund in a state I don't live in. Right. I hope my kids are smart enough to get away from the muni bond fund. That's not helping them because they don't live in the same state, but this might be something they want to hold. So I can, I can see where it would also give them a little more stick to And there's a lot of benefit to that too. Absolutely. And for everybody, it's different. I am waiting for the time when they come out with a thematic ETF strategy that helps those of us that are follically challenged, because I'll definitely allocate something into that area. But in the meantime, as we have just experienced Valentine's Day, we think about the people that we love. We think about the people that we care about. We think about the people that have passed before us. 
it was a great opportunity to bring this ETF back to the surface and all the good things around it because we sure are lucky in, in these trying times. We are. I will point out. And remember, I'm not only the heckler president, but I'm also a client. That the ETF for the follically challenged might be very narrowly focused. This ETF is more widely focused, but it's still pretty thematic. And we've seen some healthcare-oriented ETFs, things that were cancer-oriented, one disease-oriented, that haven't worked. Now, in this case, enough critical mass that you're not worried about that? Or is this a case where, hey, you're doing right, and oh, by the way, if they wind up going away at some point because they can't build critical mass, you go, I've got my money back and I'll reinvest it. I think when you lift up the hood, and we didn't go into it, but if you look at areas that it invests in, like mobile devices, personal computers, wearables, athletic footwear, apparel, food packaging, pharmaceuticals, it's pretty expansive. It's not as thinly sliced as you think. So if it's something of interest, lift up the hood, look inside. It's spread out in a lot of areas that affect your day-to-day life. I know we could continue on with this, Chuck. In the parting message, I just want to say thanks for being such a great friend. Love you, man. Yeah, that's why we're talking hearts, because we do love our time together, our time even when we're at a distance. And this week, we've been talking about the IQ Healthy Hearts ETF. Ticker heart, but H-A-R-T, the ETF of the week from follically challenged but devastatingly handsome Tom Lydon the Chief Executive Officer at ETFtrends.com. Tom, talk to you again next week, man. You're killing me. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yeah, that's me. And if you want to learn more about my hour-long weekday podcast, check out your favorite podcast app or find us at MoneyLifeShow.com. To learn more about investing with exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than ETFtrends.com. They're on Twitter at ETF Trends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive, my guest, while well, he's on Twitter at Tom Lydon and will be provided I don't keep killing him all the way. Yeah, the ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Also, assuming I don't keep killing Tom Lydon, it's here for you every Thursday. And we hope you will subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you like us, we'd love it if you would leave us a review on your favorite podcast app because they really do help. Until Tom and I return next week talking about ETFs, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing.